The following episode is uncensored and contains language and scenarios that some listeners may find disturbing or offensive. We don't intend to make a habit of this, but there are some topics that are darker than others and warrant an unfiltered discussion. We hope you understand, and with that being said, on with the episode. I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. (laughs) And I start laughing. Sorry. Hey, guys. We are here to talk about the 22 convention. I think I think starting off by laughing is pretty appropriate for this. <laughs> I episode. had to because I thought we we weren't. Sh- I wasn't sure who was starting this thing, and Ren points to me right as it was time, and Mitch yeah. will start getting antsy over there and tell me to get up. He'll like you put this face on when we don't start when you think we should start. Like, I mean, if I had my way, you guys would come in. Come into the studio and we would just start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would like we? we cut out all this nonsense and this chit chat that you guys like to do and this <laughs> how you been nonsense and we just eat and record and be done. Oh. We would eat. We would eat our food in silence. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't. You were on the right track on this twenty-two convention with that little diatribe there, and then you said we could eat. <laughs> well, so. I mean, you guys can eat after I do. Oh, perfect. And and but oh, because of like the whole dainty, dominance thing. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. In a dainty way, right? Not too much. Well, I mean, you guys are going to be bringing me the food, so I'm actually I'm naturally going to have a head start on you. <laughs> You're like the king. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. So if you don't know what the hell we're talking about right now. We are talking about the 22 convention, which is destined to be the mansplaining event of the century. By the way, that's what... Hey, can one of you guys go get me some more lemonade? Sure. No. Um, (laughs) Leave my lemonade alone, okay? That's their their quote. That's not our quote. And the 22 convention is a convention to make women great again. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that that they used mansplaining... I know. And their catchphrase, I, think, I mean, it, it almost seems antagonistic. Yeah, no, I think they're oh, like, sure. own, like they're turning it against, because like right, they're turning we the We're going to take it back, man. We're going to bring it back to our side. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> so I think, so first what we want to say is um, we recognize that this is like a minority thing. Whether they recognize they're a minority or not, this is not... A widespread movement. Well, so right. So that's what. So so we'll talk about what it is and everything. But what aggravates me the most is that they're like speaking on behalf of like an entire population of men. Well, so like, I'm, I'm equally bothered that a they believe they represent all men if right. if indeed they do, and seems like it. And b that they think it's appropriate to have a convention with a bunch of dudes, like like straight up lineup of like a dozen male speakers telling women how to be. Better women. women. All while claiming, and I'm reading this directly from the website, the most pro-women event on planet Earth. It doesn't sound very lady-friendly to me. But, I mean, there's going to be a lot of ladies there, apparently, according to them. And you're only allowed to be... only ladies. And you have to be a natural-born lady. So that that was something that we thought was fun. Like, how they're going to... How do you prove that? Well, I did, yeah, when I mentioned this to Shane, because of course I eventually, I at first was like, I'm just going to make the man that I have look at this. <laughs> I need to know what, what this guy says. Because Shane is like, Shane Shane doesn't call himself a feminist. Right. Um, you know, Shane has probably used the word feminazi without irony many times in his life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that without irony. Yeah. Like, and and he he was like, 
I think, more worked up about it than I was yeah. um, when he first saw it. Um, and so they're not, and I, you know, I've showed it to some other guys too that don't call themselves feminist and they were, they, I don't think they felt it represented them. Right. So. I have not, like literally everyone I've shown this to, and I have shown it to a lot of people. And I, I mean, I went down a rabbit hole when I saw this because at first I thought it was satire. Right. And it genuinely. A lot of us thought it was. It yeah. genuinely reads like satire. Like if it was satire, it would be really hilarious and really well done satire, which is even more frightening that it is not satire. Right, yeah. But I, I, sh- I showed everybody I could, and everyone, like even my Republican friends were like, uh, this ain't going to work well. Yeah. <laughs> this is not, th- no, what? Mm, nah. Yeah. Like nobody had a positive reaction like, Oh man, I bet that a bad budget. Yeah, okay. I mean, but they're out there. Obviously, they've made a whole convention surrounding it. I mean, and I don't know. We just, should we get into it like now? Because I don't know that they are actually going to do this. So first off, I think we need to I do guess some the some there. vocab. So okay. Um. So yeah. I think most people know what mansplaining is, but for those of you who don't, uh, mansplaining is. Mansplaining is when a man expresses himself to uh, let you guys understand some things that your small women brains might not be able to comprehend. Did you cut me off there intentionally? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I, I did that on that. purpose. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rand. <laughs> well, that's basically you did say what tiny women brains do. Well, and I think <laughs> so. I think mansplaining is a thing. I think it's one of those terms that gets overused. It's not any time a man is ever explaining anything to. To a female ever. That's not but right. It's it's when a man is telling some a woman something, and it's something either that she very clearly already is aware of, or like is opinion based, and he's like explaining why her opinion is wrong. I mean, it's it's very condescending. You know it when you see it. Yeah, it's it's gross. It feels gross. You're like, what? She she's in actively doing what you're telling her to do. What are you doing? Right. Yeah, it, it, it's very condescending, uh, and it it's blatantly obvious. But it's not. I do think it gets overused, and and like men are allowed to explain things sometimes. That's a thing. That's fine. Um, just don't be a. Just as in all things, just don't be a dick. I, I usually assume everybody knows how to do everything, so uh, you know, if somebody asks me for advice, then I'll, I'll give it to them. But you explaining to us how something about recording works. You're different. our producer. That's right. That would not. If, and if that's your time, specialty, not ours. If anytime you tried to explain something to us, we were like, "Here's Mitch mansplaining again." That would not be productive, right? Right? Because right. there's things you know that we don't know. <laughs> now, if you started telling me about pregnancy currently and telling me what things I should and shouldn't be doing, that would be mansplaining. There are a few things I'd like to talk with you about <laughs> off, off, off mic. If you, you don't, don't want to interrupt her again to say those things. No, not not. This isn't the time nor the place to <laughs> to bring up all the things she's doing wrong. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Is a whole convention the time? Maybe. Mm, maybe. Okay. Maybe. We'll, we'll schedule an appointment, I guess. I'll be there in the hospital with you when it's all going down. Make sure. Oh, that, that'll know. be a surprise to Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other one, and you actually, Mitch, know more about this than I do. Um, I'll say what I think it is, and then you can say what you found. But um, the manosphere, which, so what I take the manosphere to mean is this kind of vast online umbrella that incorporates some of these groups we've talked about before, like 
uh, incels and Proud Boys and MGTOW, this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very male rights-ish, which I think is is also silly in the aspect that it's like, no, this is totally pro-women. We just want you guys to understand how discriminated against we are as white men. Yeah. Yeah, it's so backwards and weird, and I, I don't get it, but uh, this the guy that, that does it, and I looked up the Manosphere, because I was like, what is this? Is there an online community of this? Is there a website? Do they have T-shirts? What's going on here? <laughs> yes, Mitch thinks you have to be have a T-shirt to be in a club. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you be clear. I'm going to make sure everybody one. has heard that at least 35 times while listening. Um, okay. <laughs> roll, roll by the one. way, we really need to get some t-shirts if we're going to do this podcast thing. She's wearing one right now. Well, I don't have one. Okay, you'll get one. Jeez. So much. It's so much. You're so extra. Um, but the, 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 the dream guy, what's his name? Anthony Dream Johnson. <laughs> Anthony Dream Johnson. Uh, I, I checked out his Twitter and I, you know, I went to his bio and 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 looked up the Manosphere. There's actually a Manosphere website that has nothing on it, literally nothing on it, except for an ability to sign up for an email list. Did you sign up for it? I did not because when I started to type out my email address, the font was white and a white entry box, <laughs> so I couldn't see what I was typing. And I just decided that it's probably not a place for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's a really – everything about this is so strange. Um, so I was looking at his Twitter, and they're very antagonistic about it. Yes. They, they, and that's what's so strange is that it's this thing like we're being discriminated against as white men, and there's a war on masculinity and all this stuff. But then they're – they're sharing and and reveling in negative publicity. Yeah. So anybody, as we previously mentioned, anybody that sees the 22 convention and reads the bullet points that we're going to go through very soon is typically off put. Like there's a physical reaction in everyone that has looked at this. Their face scrunches up like, is this real? This yeah. can't be real. And so there's obviously as it, it gets more notoriety and stuff. People are talking about it and they're talking about it on Facebook and Twitter and they're just retweeting all that. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're pushing for that negative publicity. Well, they, you know, the old saying that, you know, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. And, and so, I get that. There, there is though. And I, but I think that this is what they want. They want to get people all stirred up. Yeah. They want like, an overreaction. They want people to react so that then they can go see, see, yep. see, we're they're telling us we can't do this and that we're wrong for this. That's why it, it's so backwards. But I, I, um, there's I also the price on this is two thousand dollars. Yeah, it's two thousand dollars a ticket. If you act within the next fifteen days, you get it half off. You get a bogo and you can take your friend. If your friend is a naturally born woman or your husband, and he can go down the road to the 21 convention where the men are being taught how to be more masculine and better men and better husbands and yeah. stuff. So let me just say, so that, that, so Anthony Dream Johnson is the founder of 21, the 21 convention, 21 studios, a bunch of this yeah. stuff. He started this, um, when he was like a college dropout, basically, um, it used to be called the under 21 convention because it was aimed for men under 21. Um, so like Mitch said, that is the 21 convention is about teaching men how to 
basically be the patriarchy, like how to go back to their like masculine roots. It's interesting that you say that because as you're reading through these these sites and these uh, blogs and, and all this stuff, they call themselves patriarchs. Yep. Yeah. The 21 convention this year is called the Second Patriarchy Edition, as yeah. in we're bringing back the patriarchy. But they call themselves patriarchs, all of them. Like, he's a great patriarch and this and that, which I think is really weird. I Yeah. So I don't think that they understand what the word means, <laughs> is what I'm saying. I, like a nigga I don't think style. you know what that is. Yeah. What is that? Does he say it? That, that word The, the word you say, I don't think you know what it means. <laughs> Uh, But so the 22 convention is an offshoot of the 21 convention, and here is how they describe it. Women today are being taught to act more like men. Where has that led us? Skyrocketing rates of divorce, depression, dysfunction, and America at the number one spot in the world for single motherhood. No longer will you have to give in to toxic, bullying, feminist dogma and go against your ancient biological nature as a woman. Brought together to create positive media for women, make women great again, and to help supercharge your personal growth on the path to becoming your very own ideal woman. But it's not. It's your ideal woman. <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. I mean, you just, they contradicted themselves in their own very statement. Like, how am I going to become my ideal woman when you're telling me what the ideal is? Well, like, and it's crazy to think that, so... I have like eight main problems with this. <laughs> but Only one eight. Of, yeah. <laughs> um, but one of them is that the premise is that our highest and best thing that we can be is there a man's version of ideal. And, and ideal and and kind of the ideal mate is the mm-hmm. highest and best thing that we can be. Right. Absolutely. And first off we're all human beings and we shouldn't be defined by what we can be to another person. Right. Well, we should be defined as who we are in and of ourselves. Correct you. And I would say that. Um, <laughs> they would not. Right. I, I think that's some like basic human rights stuff. Sure. Um, <laughs> like that'd be nice if that was something we all agreed on. But also there's no such thing as what, like an ideal anything. I mean, even you and I, it's silly to say there's an ideal woman. I, I know that, like, I mean, there's not an ideal man, right? Like, you and I, when we're looking for partners, looked for very different things. That's right. And have very different partners. <laughs> very different people. I mean, <laughs> could not be, you know, other than they're both male. Right. They're really, there's nothing, there's no other common. And the kind of woman that they're describing here, it probably doesn't come as a surprise, is not i don't it's i don't not think it's not attainable it's not attainable for most women but anyway, it's also not what anyone i've ever been with or wants. known wants i i have so i grew up and we've talked about this i grew up somewhere where the way you look and the way you do certain things is a lot more maybe yeah. a thing you know we oh that's a thing everywhere right but, but like it's down there it's it's very much a thing you have to make sure your hair is always done. Your nails are always done. Everything is always perfect because, you know, your husband will leave you then for someone else. But for that someone is not... better, someone more that, right? But do they also want someone who's just going to stay home and pop out a bunch of babies and that's... A lot of them wouldn't mind. A lot of male machismo is a lot like that. That's very. That's a very Latin thing too. I don't... Okay. Yeah, it, I think it's of... It's very much a Latin thing. I think of women in Miami as being like very like no. colorful and... Mm, they can be, but they still listen to and are dutiful to their men. It's not all of them. It's a thing. Yeah. It's very much... It's very much a thing. But even what man, men... To, like on a one-to-one basis, 
what different men find attractive is different. That's right. You know, I mean, like some one of the things they say in here is what is it? They want virgins with zero debt and no tattoos. Something like that. It yeah, right. it, which is preposterous. So, it's good luck. It, the exact opposite of what I want. It, I was well, gonna say zero that zero debt doesn't, part is skinny, not, you know. skinny virgins with no tattoos or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, all no, no like, to all. all all three of those. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> they're speaking on your behalf. That's what I'm like. You're just speaking on behalf of an entire population of men. And you're just right. and you're and you're making it sound like all men want this. This is what all men like. Right. And all may, women maybe if I go to the 21 convention, they'll inform me that I am not a real man because right. I, I don't yeah. want those things or because I like to color and right. Instead I of don't doing know how to some... build a birdhouse. You know, these are, like, <laughs> these are things that a man should know how to do. Yeah. How, how the bird's going to get warm if you can't build a damn house for them. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, <laughs> so I no, have, I'm just why a birdhouse is all I want. <laughs> of all know. the things you could have built. I don't know. It was just, a birdhouse. But you me. know, we've talked about toxic masculinity on this show before. Well, and this, is. this is an entire convention about it, <laughs> but celebrating it. At the end of that episode, and toxic femininity. What we said is, you know, we kind of don't get to say, and, and, and but we and no one gets to say, here's what masculinity is. I saw someone saying the other day, denying toxic masculinity is like denying food poisoning because sometimes you eat and everything's fine. Like there is just masculinity. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and, and, but I don't think certainly no one here, and I don't think anyone gets to perfectly define what that is. And so why, why should I care at all what their ideal of, right. uh, you know, a feminine is? Well, I don't like, even know what. What is it even in this studio? I don't really care what any of you think about what the idea of femininity is, to be honest with you. And you guys are my friends. You're people I care about and love. And your idea of femininity is your business, not mine. But I find, like, I mean, I find other people's ideas about what femininity but, and masculinity are but interesting, like, but, right, not, but not like not for you to tell. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so you, okay, that would be like me getting mad at you for marrying Shane because he's not my type. Right. I mean, that's exactly right. And then you go like, well, Donnie's not my type either, so why would you marry him? That's, that's like gross. ridiculous. Yeah. That's disgusting. He's disgusting. You're, you know, that's not what a man's supposed that's to be. Not, yeah. That's right. Like, So I don't understand why then this whole, you get to tell a whole body of women, right? Now, here's some other stuff that I find interesting about them, and it's almost like cartoonish level feminist opposition. So It is. Yeah. It's, I, again... It's hard. I, I highly <laughs> recommend if you're if you're not looking at this right now, I stop the episode. Find your uh, find a phone or a computer. Go to this website. You have to see this. Like it's real. Like and it's I can't, I was just looking at it and started getting all worked up again yeah. when you see these guys because these men are these the typical toxic. Ma- they all have beards. They all have big biceps. And they all look like they're angry. Yeah. They consider feminism, and this is not an exaggeration, this is actually what they say, the ultimate hate and supremacist movement. I watched a video where this Anthony Dream Johnson guy compared women in pink, those, you know, pink pink pussy hats. Um, <laughs> you can say pussy on this one. We put yeah, the disclaimer. We got the disclaimer. Right. Okay. 
They could. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how we're going to curse from now on? I mean, shit. <laughs> Only when, the when there's a mic on. in my face, I whisper my curses. Um, I like to yell on them whenever possible. He compared that. He was like, you, how about we change those hats to white and put them on men? Oh, now we've got the KKK. Except the women in marching in pink pussy hats are worse. <laughs> I can't believe you got through one of his videos. They're all I, like four hours long. Oh, like, I looked for the ones that were less than ten minutes. <laughs> it's like everything I started to watch. Just again, because I'm, I'm like, I don't understand the logic here. I was like, I can't. There's who's sitting at home watching this shit. Right. Like, who is sitting there, like, Rin. so angry at women that they're going to sit down through hours and hours of men telling them how bad women are? Yeah. I, I don't... It's crazy to me. And what what's the demo of the, the women that are into this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Other than... It's a bunch of Karens, I know, and blonde, and and we they're said all, we can't say Karen anymore. I know, but you know what I mean. And it's I love and you, they, Karen. They all you can smell and, and Mama I can, Karen. Yeah. I can smell the inside of this venue. Like I can smell. <laughs> it smells it. like Bath like and Body Works. White shoulders. <laughs> uh, some. Uh, what's their Elizabeth Taylor perfume? Like <laughs> oh, real God. thick and heavy. Yes. Sort oh. of nurse. Like there's gonna. I mean, it's gonna be older women. I have to imagine that it's gonna it, I, like these I, guys are doing it, thinking well, we'll get a bunch of hot women in here, tell them they need to have sex as much as they can, and then we're gonna bang them all in the hotel after, and they're gonna be really shocked when it's a bunch of old women. I think you'd be surprised at the demographic that won't be old. You think? I think. <sighs> I think there is a surprising number of women who are, but my younger than me who are who still do believe in this like dutiful well i think they're but if you already believe that why do you need a convention because it it oh, that's where they're it, gonna it go it reaffirms yeah. your it reaffirms what mm. you already thought was right know. for the same reason we go to like the east tennessee women's leadership that's summit. right <laughs> well why would i want my my wife my dutiful wife to spend two thousand dollars to make sure she's more dutiful and puts out more so well how who's taking care of the house while i'm at the 21 convention it's a great question. You guys get grandma to watch the kids and do that. Grandma can't be trusted with her liberal ass. I do think <laughs> I do think there, there liberal are liberal grandmas didn't raise these people. <laughs> I do think some of this is a reaction to the like hardcore feminist stuff. Yeah. The stuff that we are not. Um and I I think even the women are a reaction to that. Like they I I've seen women have YouTube's online women like talking about oh, yeah. being anti-feminist and and wanting to come back and really like praising these kind of dudes, um, but they consider themselves a war on feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're a war on us. They're more of a celebration of femininity. <laughs> no, this the twenty one dudes like the like the twenty one yeah, convention. Yeah. But they consider themselves a war on feminism. Yes, but the twenty two convention, and that's one of the first bulletin points or one of the first topics that will be discussed is femininity. Is greater than feminism, hmm. right? That's one of the top talking points. But I consider myself a pretty feminine person, and I'm also a feminist. Those things aren't contradictory. They don't I'm have to feminist. be. I'm a feminist. I'm not particularly feminine. I still fuck a guy. Like, what is it? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, like, energy wise, you would still, say I'm a pretty feminine person. Yeah, no? but like, what is it? Ma- like, I still wear perfume, and like, w- my husband and I have been together 14 years. Like, what? 
Well, once again, here we are arguing about what feminine, right. like, and like, and oh. right. Why do you get to tell my husband now all of a sudden that I'm not after right. 14 years a woman enough for him because I'm not doing the certain things they say, and I do a bunch of the things they say because I feel like doing those things, you know. Sure. Uh, right. I work uh, out. I eat well. I put out whatever. <laughs> like, but. This is because I feel like it, not because, you know, some douchebag at a co- convention told me I had to be that way. Like, Did you guys get just, to the FAQ? Let me section? let me finish with our like overall. I have a couple. I have a couple she other. She has a couple things. other. Yeah. And then she'll. Why are, did that tie into what we were just talking about? No, I was I was gonna read that just again it, it to really send home the, the thought process here. The second question was why should I attend? Uh huh. And it's. Uh, so in the FAQs, it, the first question is, is this event real? And the answer <laughs> is extremely real. We look forward to meeting you soon in Orlando. The second one is, why should I attend? And I think this really puts a lot of things into perspective as far as the mind frame of going into this. The answer of why you should attend is, are you tired of being single and lonely? Need to lose a few pounds? Do you want to settle down and have kids? Look no further. You're going to learn the skills at the 22 convention and make those dreams come true. It's why why do we need pickup artists to teach our women how to be wives? Yeah. Anyways, I, I that's no, I mean, it's that creepiness of It's so creepy. And well, and I as a feminist managed to find what I mean, I think most man would consider like a masculine dude. Find him as a feminist and, you a know, got married. You found a non? I, I, yeah. I, as a feminist, found, found a, a non-feminist yeah. who remains a non-feminist, uh, though he supports me and all the, I mean, you know, he we would consider him a feminist. Um, but he does not call himself a feminist. He's a pretty traditionally masculine dude. Uh, we got married and now he's knocked me up and I didn't need any of their help to do that. I don't, I, we'll see if it lasts. I mean, that's... <laughs> That's really the test there. I mean, I so the other couple of things that bother me about this, um, to me, what this is, it's it's like, you know, there's the real world, and then there's this crazy internet world where like the manosphere exists, and it feels like what this is is the internet kind of reaching out, this fake world reaching out into a world that actually exists, as if this is a thing, and it certainly exists online. There's all kinds of crazy commenters and people with really hateful ideas that are allowed to exist in kind of a vacuum. But when it comes into the real world, that's when I find it kind of troubling. Well, yeah. The other aspect of that, sorry, Katrina, go ahead. No, I just, I just think it's, you know, we talked about the, like, thanks for letting us talk. (laughs) Like the dark, dark recesses. I don't know. Is it a better, is it better or worse that they're out in public? Like, you know know what I mean? Because we talk about the incels being like in the dark recesses of the internet and never like coming out to light. Is it better or worse that they've come out? I'm just positing that question. I don't know. Like What's so strange about it though is that they are putting themselves out there and you're right. It does feel like that. But at the same time, if you keep reading, it gets real shady where... uh, Well, they won't tell us where They won't tell you where the venue is until you've verified that you're a ticket owner. Mm -hmm. And... They're, they they say, is this a safe space? Which I thought that was something that the right, far right used to, to crap on 
the left. Yeah, they right. like, oh, you gotta yeah. have your little safe spaces, huh? Snowflakes, your little snowflakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, that was one of the FAQ questions: is is this a safe space? Yes, we take security very seriously, and we'll work to protect your identity. So they, they mean, and and I'm like, well, why? I mean a different thing when they say safe space. That's I think. Yeah, it means can we be openly racist and sexist here and without right. consequence for our action? Yes. Which, which, yeah, I mean, they can, but they're, <laughs> they're also saying, like, we're going to make sure nobody knows that you're actually here. And it's like, why don't you just stay on the internet then? Yeah. Like, where your anonymity exists for real. Like, is this just so you can meet the people that you play Dungeons and Dragons with online? <laughs> That's not how Dungeons and Dragons works, but you know what I'm saying. Yes. It's it's very strange that they want to come out into the public and show themselves, but then they don't really. Yeah, I know it's it's fascinating. It, I mean, it's easier to say all this stuff when you don't have a real person who thinks and breathes differently than you do in front of you, right? Right, and I wonder how much conflict there is at these because I have to imagine that with such fringe beliefs and, and ideology that there's a lot of conflicting points of view like with any religion or a cult there's always going to be that one guy who's a little bit more extreme on one side than or you know people care mm-hmm. about different aspects right i just i hope president dream can can really <laughs> do this for me. I, I don't know if we mentioned that or not he is the first president of the manosphere anthony dream johnson oh he's the first president of the manosphere the titles that they give themselves are comically nerdy they're comically something the first captain of the Patriarch, second edition lieutenant. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> that sounds like Scientology and also the KKK. Like the it Grand is. Dragon. It, it right. is and very... Man, if you've never heard the history of the clan, it is hilarious uh, in just how stupid these people are. Anyways, <laughs> side note. The other thing, before we get into their specific content, in what universe do you... Do we host a conference on how to make men great again with a lineup of all female speakers? Well, I think we should. <laughs> you're saying that you're joking, but that is ridiculous. Like it is ridiculous for them to host a conference, especially with no since female none of them speakers. have ever been women because they only allow natural born women. Right. Which when I told Shane that he said, "How are they going to check that?" Yeah, Which we I found fascinating. We would like to really know how they're going to check. No, natural, I, natural born versus that was my first question. How do you, I mean, how why, what's to stop me from going and buying a ticket? Right, you, the, you my email address is Mitch. I'll just get a new email address. But when you show up without this, a is woman, a real natural born woman at gmail.com. Go ahead, email you change me. Change it to bitch wheeler, yeah, change it to bitch wheeler, <laughs> bitch wheeler, bitchy wheeler, bitch slap. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh. I, I really, they don't like I really might sign up for the the newsletter him. just because yeah. I'm I'm seriously that fascinated by this. I'm not, but yeah, I, I'm glad someone is. again. Like I said, like you were saying, like how they check, like what what's to pre- prevent me from buying a ticket and showing up in drag and going in? I'm, are they grabbing pussies at the door, like cup checks when you walk in? But if what if you've had gender reassignment? I just I'm confused. I, that's another valid point, unless they're going to... And is it a safe space? So so they think it's a safe space unless think, you're in... No, see, I think they mean literally, is there like, are there metal detectors? I think they're saying safe space in a very different way 
then we then talk we about say it. safe space. Right. They're saying, are there going to be people with guns there in protecting case people us. want to protest? That's right. Because protecting we're assholes. Our, correct. Protecting well, question, our physicality, not protecting our hearts and our souls. My question still stands. If you are a trans woman, is it a safe space? I'm going to guess not. not. It is not a no. safe space. No, no, no. But that's what they need safety from is they, in case the trans people attack, they or want the, to have or security Or the angry there. feminists. Yeah. In case when, they, in case somebody decides to attack them because they're so right. disgruntled, they, they, they and, mean they mean physically if they're safe. It's that whole victim mentality where they're like, "Well, I mean, we we gotta get together and talk about these these things we need to change." But you know, I mean, anybody could attack us at any point. They're all after us and they're all trying to get us, aren't they? Nah, man. We're not the, the ones with guns. The best thing <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the best thing that could happen is that nobody. From the other side shows up to protest or anything. Honestly, this is because that would add validity too. It's it's like they said, like we were saying earlier, when all the negative posts happen, they love it. Yeah, if somebody it, it goes outside them. and protests, all it's going to do is validate Isn't, them. I mean, aren't we kind of doing something kind of like that right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. It's it's well. So it's not a pro, well. I guess let's be clear. It's not. This isn't a protest. This is a. We're talking about it. If you disagree, go ahead and send us an email. I mean, I'd like to hear it. Cool. Spend your $2,000. Spend your $2,000. We're not telling you not to. We just like to kind of break down what's happening. and It's just a cultural, it's a weird cultural thing that's happening right now that I think is important. Also kind of say how shitty it is. Don't talk for other people. We talk about being feminists and being our version of feminists. We don't tell you how to be a feminist. And how crazy. Right? Like, so no, it's, it's. You know, no, we're not pro. They have a right to to do this conference. They it's they this, absolutely you know, do. They want to pay for the venue. They want to charge people, and people want to go. Then you know what? Crazier shit's been done in this country. Yeah, do it. Just know you're wrong. But you're <laughs> and you're you're just you're yeah you're just kind of being shitty to be honest with you. Yeah, and your it's, your opinion really is no no valid. No, you know, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. Just being willfully ignorant. Well, I'll say. I mean, that's. I, I think this will come up as we go into the content. Oh, yeah, it will. <laughs> no, I'm not sure about no uh, my, I think, like, th- my problem with, is there's, like, a there's like a little, like, hint of truth in some of the things they say, but it's, like, well, they'll be talking about, like... That's how they get you. They'll be talking about, like, leadership and stuff. I was, what's another video I was watching of his today, um, which I have to say, I think a lot of people who watch this stuff are actually not watching it with the reason they have in mind, um, like me. <laughs> but I think, you know, he's talking about, like, how it's important to, like, learn from other people and be a leader in your own lane. And then they transition into also women are biologically and psycho- psychologically inferior and want to be led by men. I mean, you had me for a minute there, right? Um, but now, now you lost me. <laughs> Um, and about how women, you know, men aren't the ones that want to be swept off their feet in romantic relationships. It's women. Okay, so first of all, we're we're kind of not talking about any relationship other than heterosexual relationships. And there's a lot of relationships that aren't those things. Um, but also, like, there are some women who are single and perfectly happy being single and aren't looking to be swept off their feet. Yeah. And maybe there's some men who are. <laughs> I keep waiting on the day that somebody sweeps me off my feet. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, we're not all Cinderella. Like, we aren't waiting for well, our you prince are. to come. Uh, Heather Doobie always says you're Disney princess. I'm a little Cinderella, but I also, like, 
was out there online dating proactively trying to find someone. You know what I mean? Which is also fine. Yeah, I wasn't sitting alone in my apartment thinking, oh, Shane will find me someday. <laughs> One day my prince will come. Right. Sorry. That wasn't... You just ruined the episode. I don't... We just, let's just stop. <laughs> my very high, beautiful uh, voice. I wish it wasn't so shrill. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, yeah, Mitch, Mitch texted us the other day and asked us to stop being so shrill via text. <laughs> it was my favorite thing ever. Um. Yeah, it's it's really again it's it's all about these dudes that are trying it, they're trying to make a better world for them them specifically right and I, I don't get it like if I I would be very curious on their home life yeah and how their life works I, I just I don't know how you could find a woman that would buy into this like it just seems so antithetical to me. I, I Is wish that the right I, word? I wish I could explain. Yeah, I said that with very limited confidence. <laughs> no, there are well, no one would have known unless you had said something. It's like all the other bullshit you say with a lot of false confidence. Oh wait, you're a man. <laughs> There, there are women who think that feminism is terrible and the worst thing that ever happened and want to just straight up be homemakers and follow their... Well, and by the way, like Yo, being a homemaker isn't wrong, but like... It's because I think they have a lot... Sometimes... People, giving up your power. Is that's right. The thing that's well, and some of it is like an over exaggeration. Like we talk about, all of it's an over exaggeration of each other. And some of it's because of a lack of education and yeah. lack of not a true education. What I'm saying, lack of knowledge, knowing what something actually means, what it is about, yeah. and then the misrepresentations of it. So there are there are a lot of women out there that are homemakers who say, "I don't want to be a feminist because I love men." That's just because they don't understand, or because other feminists have given. Them right, a bad name. Well, like my mom. When right. when That's right. I was like, "Mom, do you think you're a feminist?" No, me. So I'm not a feminist. I like it when your daddy holds the door open and buys me dinner. Right. You know, I'm like, it's just I because she doesn't quite understand fine. what you, it you means. Can right. Do both. That's right. The same, or, or the bad representation. Which I think is is worth mentioning. Like this lifestyle of subservience and popping out babies and making dinner every night. That's fine if that's what you want to do, but you shouldn't feel obligated to do that because it, that's how a woman is supposed well, to behave. Not, and like you, you said, do not that all men because, want that. Right. You do that because that's the kind of person that you are and you right. want to be. Not because of something you're supposed to be. Correct. I'd love it if Shane always held the door open for me. I actually stand in front of, when Donnie and my brother are in, with me, <laughs> if I get to a door that's closed, I stand there until one of them walks up <laughs> You and I both know I can open a damn door. Right. I just make them do it. I know. Um, <laughs> I let them have their chance to be chivalrous. Johnny's like, what, your arm's broken? I'm like, no, but yours ain't either. <laughs> I should. It's also worth noting that this is very, very, very tied in with MAGA. Yeah. Well, it, the fact that they called it Make Women Great Again. Right, but a lot of the sponsors and the speakers are uh, red pillars. I don't know what that means. So by that's the way. that's a vocab word we missed up at the yeah. front. What's, yeah. What's a red pill? I had to look. I it, I know what it is now, but what is that? Because I had to look it up. It's very similar to the Matrix, as far as you take the blue pill or the red pill, and the red pill is supposed to uh, enlighten you or whatever. Okay. Open your eyes to the world in which your rights are being taken away from you as a white male, right? Or as a male in general. Got it. It's mostly white. Males. Mostly white men. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. It looks like they actually have a little bit of racial diversity in their speaker uh, lineup. Very little. Just a taste. Very little. <laughs> little dabble, do you? 
I can't. Bitty. I know. I know we're censored, but I'm going to hold back on something else. Go ahead. Were you going to say fuck? No. Okay. Oh, I just wanted to because I can right now. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Okay. Ren. Renny. It's well, all you. So now that we know about the red pill. Yeah, I'm glad you circled back to that. Um, I, I will. Say, I think like these aren't so much incels because that's what Shane said when he read this. He was like, "Oh, it's a bunch of incel losers." And I, I, I think most of these guys are not your typical incel dude. I think they're older. I know at least that Anthony Dream Johnson guy is married and has like I think they're kind of more. Um, they don't seem that. I mean, there's a couple of fogies on there, but a, a lot of them seem like they're like my age. Yeah, yes. they. It, it seems right? like, a, like a a hybrid between Mitt Gow and uh, Proud Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as it is very, very far right. Which we've talked about. If you haven't heard, listen on the Uncell episode. Yeah. We won't very, very far right. Yeah. Very, very uh, anti-feminism. I, I mean, that's their biggest stance is feminism is bad. We're men. Ma- there's nothing wrong with masculinity. Stop telling us that it is, even though nobody's telling anyone that there's anything wrong with masculinity. I think masculinity is wonderful. I love it. I mean. I don't care. <laughs> I well, I think I mean, like I'm, I think these are things that in different in different amounts make every person unique and well, interesting. In different and situations. I mean, Donnie's Donnie can cut down trees with a chainsaw and cry. But can he make a birdhouse? I mean, he can. He's actually made plenty of birdhouses. So if you'd He's like one, I'll bring houses, him one. Like, he has made lo- yeah, like they have little <laughs> little doors where you can clean them out. It's very cute. But Is like, this like a new like Entrepreneurial venture for no, you. No, no, it's I know. just the first thing that popped in my <laughs> head when I was going ever. on that diatribe earlier. I know. And it's such I figured a weird I would thing. do a callback that uh, worked uh, not as well as I wanted it to. So <laughs> we can move on from that. I, I think whatever feels true and good for you is wonderful. <laughs> but, and if that's masculinity that's, or femininity or however right. you want to look at yourself in the mirror, that's fantastic. But I think we stop, kind of stop like telling other people what they got to be. Right. I mean, I would look. I would enjoy a world of all like queer eye guys. <laughs> if the Fab Five was just replicated millions of times and all men were them, I would actually be just fine. I, I make like, it really difficult to repopulate. I was going to say I like having I think, a romantic partner, and none of I, them would be interested in me. <laughs> no, I'm, I I would enjoy not. I yeah. could do all the fun things with them, and then go deal with it with my BBC at home. <laughs> We've gone off the rails. So let's start about I'm the, the one that says the shit we're not supposed to say. That's that's my job. I didn't say anything wrong. If you don't, if you, no, no, uh, if, you just you, you uh, do you. Hey, I, I'm not telling you how, to, saying, how to live your life, Katrina. I just don't. You know, I would enjoy very much that world. Ren, BBC means black, I know what that big means. Big black cock. Oh, I just wanted to make sure you understood that. Yes, <laughs> we're not. Yeah, thank God for you, Mitch. You know, thank God we're uh, censored here. Um, okay, so let's just start on. Since I just said that, the war on motherhood is one of their well, let's their points, right? Yeah. So, the war on motherhood. America is officially the number one country on the planet for unwed single motherhood. Wait, before we get Go any ahead. further, I want to say. I don't see any sources on... Well, no, there's a source right there. They but, do have a couple. But there's not nearly enough sources on here. No, they just and basically are spouting statistics that they found God knows where. I just don't... You know, you all can look this stuff up for yourself. I First of all, I don't I don't want to do what they're doing and say stuff with no, no backup. But um, please don't take everything that we read here from their website as truth. No, it's just this is their... This is their... Yes. yes. You're, this is what they are saying. Yeah, and there's so, just a lot of stuff in here, and I 
you know, of course, I don't have the time to go verify every single piece of information on this. No, and some of it may be true. And like you said earlier, there's some truths and there are some yes. things that maybe we don't like to admit, but they're there and that's fine. Like, we've all we've all probably done something on here at some point for the right reasons or not. We've all put on perfume or makeup for a guy Whatever. It just, they also say on here that going to this conference will increase your femininity 500%, which I think seems difficult to measure. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of things that are not measurable on here. There's a lot of non-measurable stats and stuff like that. Well, someone like me could probably have their femininity increased by 500%, but you maybe not so much. Like, so that's... Like really, we're gonna blanket statement that. Well, also, like, how do you measure that? What is from like this? Well, is too much. No, well saying, we do take, measure it by their standard. The BBC. By their standard, I'm skinnier. I'm more complacent. You know, I'm complacent. I'm a complacent woman who knows her place, who cooks her husband a really good dinner, who gets pregnant. Who you know? Right. So yeah, that would increase. If if I did any of those things, that would increase mine by five hundred percent. But I'm just saying, let's let's when we're reading through these, please remember to look listen with all of all of that in mind, and you know with that. Yeah, these framework. are just what they these are the statistics they spout. Yes. Um, and so single parenthood, just another way of saying broken families. Statistics statistics conclusively show that this is absolutely devastating for children as well as mothers. I don't think that's true at all. I, I know plenty of single mothers whose kids came out just fine. It's also worth noting there is not a single source cited on this other than their own videos of themselves talking to each other. Oh, is that when you click on source, it goes back to their own stuff? Huh, great. Um, no, this goes to Pew Research. So, I mean, okay. there are that's what I'm saying. That is that is the dangerous thing about this is there is there is some truth, a little bit of truth. Sure. Um, the generations of women have been lied to that with you can have it all, in quotes, a clever way of tricking them into deprioritizing motherhood until 90% of their eggs are dead by 30. This has led millions of women down a path of endless heartbreak, dead-end relationships, and left children at significantly heightened That's risk not how that for works, birth right? defects. Today, we are witnessing the slow motion collapse of intentional motherhood and intact family formation. By the way, they are starting to see that men's sperm does start basically rotting also as they get older. It's not just us. Um, that's, that is something that's recent. Um, they didn't actually talk about much about women who have chosen not to have children that much oh. in that little... Well, that wouldn't be a thing that you would do if you're truly a feminine ideal type person. But I also think that that point is coming up again Does it soon. Because uh, I mean, I'm not very, I'm not being very womanly because I work and I don't have children. Oh, you just wait. You Great. just wait for it. I think that this, there's so much propaganda in this, like the wording, the words that they chose, and and there are some. Well, they st- act like some of even it's a they'll choice. take the stats, but then like throw on these very powerful words, uh, devastating. Is that it? Yes. Is that it? Dev- absolutely devastating. Research shows it is absolutely devastating. Does the research actually show that, or does it show it may have some side effects? I just you know wonder. What I mean? It also, might have some negative side effects, but absolutely devastating is immeasurable. Well, some of these women also, by the way, are single parents because of 
something devastating that happened. Well, not right. by choice and, or because they weren't a woman. Or you single know? parenthood or be, of any kind is just another way of saying, quote, broken family. Right. No, maybe Sorry, my husband was died. killed combat, you know, yeah. fighting in a war for this country. Right. I mean. Or, no, or what no, about. Broken home. Yeah. So, but like, why are we beating up on single moms when in that case, a lot of times it's because dad left. Because they weren't feminine enough. See, we can. What get, about single dads? They can. They're going to always say. They're going to always say something back in reverse. Other than I don't know what their counter argument. I could counter argue anything. I don't have to believe it. I don't understand what they're going to say to the woman who's who's a widow to a man who died in combat in Iraq because that would be something very much up their alley. Yeah, I'd enjoy it. I enjoy what they would have to say because that's not one I I could come up like with. I said any of the crap that they would say other than that one. That one I can't. That one I can't make up something for. Okay. Wow. This is gonna be a long one, y'all. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we should speed uh, it up. Okay. For Their everybody's next point, sake. The next point is called beauty and the obesity. Over eighty million women in America today are overweight or obese. These epidemic level numbers are no secret. In spite of endless hyperfit Photoshop pictures of Instagram celebrities at ridiculously low body fat levels, I don't know what the hell that has to do with anything. Nevertheless, being sick and obese, uh, a recognized disease in modern medicine, is not beautiful. Taking good self-care of your body is beautiful in process and outcome. Men admire healthy, fit women. That's underlined. underlined. Yeah. They are, after all, sizing you up for reproduction, and your decisions will be passed on to your children. Through your choices, uh, you make via epigenetics. At the 22 convention, you'll learn how women have been lied to about body positivity and how you can embrace beauty positivity right away. Yeah, um, it's, Donnie never one time looked at me and was wondering how, like, if I was going to make him a good baby. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I've I, never had the thought of them some baby making hips there. I bet she slides some kids right on out of that. Now, the, but you know, we've talked about <laughs> I'm, like I'm disappointed evolutionary stuff that affects us, right? Of course, there may be some truth to the way, and and it would be in both directions. We look at mates and size them up. For lots of subconsciously, reasons. but subconsciously based on like, is this a good mate in terms of reproduction? Probably most people don't think that to themselves, but I don't. But I wonder might... if I can tolerate this person in three years. <laughs> <laughs> is this person going to be on my nerves within the year? But there's a reason we have the beauty ideals that we do in our society, and I would say that probably has something to do with it. I do think so. I don't know when this is going to come out, but. Um, you know, we've just had all this stuff with Lizzo and Jillian Michaels. And, mm-hmm. like, I, I think that body positivity isn't about, hey, let's all be really heavy. It's about – or body acceptance. I actually prefer the term body acceptance um, because it's, you know, we're not all going to look in the mirror and feel great about ourselves all the time. But it's just about, like, being okay with where you are. And I will tell you that hating your body – Does nothing. Never helps anybody become healthier. No. And I – you know, I've never been a skinny girl. I can tell you that, like, you know, I feel better when I'm when I weigh less and when I'm working out a lot and eating right. Like, there's nothing wrong with admitting that. But like, shitting on other people because they don't look the way that you think they should is not helpful. No, and it's not productive. And I mean, maybe it's just not. It's not going to shift it. Maybe Lizzo right now isn't after finding a man. And like, you know, fitting into this perfect mold, maybe she wants to be a badass recording artist, which she is. Maybe Lizzo needed to be a little more different than what we see all the time to make it out there. And maybe she can run circles playing the flute around your ass any day. day. Exactly. I can't even play the flute. 
Well, that's your bad. <laughs> I just like, and and by I the can. way, like, like a BBC. No, <laughs> not I, like a I can't with you too. <laughs> but you know, like I actually, when I met Shane, I was probably the heaviest I'd ever been, and it, it, uh, he'd never dated a heavier person in the past. I don't think it's not like the, he found me beautiful just as I was, and that's not. I like it, this is exhausting. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> especially when it's somebody else's idea of what you think you should. You know, I don't know. It's just. There's nothing wrong with the wanting to be healthy. That is an excellent goal in in every way. But like be healthy for yourself, not for somebody else. Yep. Okay, so let's get let's get move on from this one. I hate that crap. It, well, it, it comes off. up a couple more it times. <laughs> they yeah. really want ladies to be skinny. Yeah. The attack on love and dating. They say at incredible speed, they're saying, where did all the men go? Suddenly it became where did the men go? Believe us, men are saying the same thing in reverse today. The truth is that both positive masculinity and femininity have been under relentless attack for decades. <laughs> both have a, taken a catastrophic social, cultural, personal, and philanthropic damage for tens of millions of people. That's a lot. Philosophic. I'm sorry, damage for tens of millions of people. That's a lot of people. <laughs> the result is, de- is, is a depolarized mess where men act like women, women act like men, everyone's confused, and nothing quote unquote works. At the 22 convention, you'll learn about the drivers behind this bizarre social experiment, what you can do to heal the damage and the pain it's caused you, and how to find awesome men and build healthy relationships. I am not confused at all. No, I'm not either. I'm not confused in in any way. At all. Uh, When men act like women, when women act like men, I'm not confused at all, actually, by it. I am confused about the last sentence. Uh, at the 22 convention, you'll learn about the drivers behind this bizarre and stupid social yeah. experiment. So they're going to dock some people on that. I guess. And they're just going to be like, hey, this guy, he was uh, all for trans rights. And so hate him or something. Like, What does that mean? Like the drivers behind this bizarre and stupid social experiment? I, I don't know. Very confused. Very, very confused about it. I will say, I think so. That's what's confusing. Not yeah. about... What no, and everything else I'm 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 not confused by. I've talked before about like when I was dating, I realized I really don't understand how the typical male mind works. And so I watched some and I watched this guy, Matthew Hussey, and he talked a lot about like how to approach men and and uh, and I do think that like as a woman when I was dating, I was kind of confused about like what is as far as like being aggressive, asking guys out. Um, I think that's different. Dating behavior. I don't think it's different than what they're talking about. I think that, like, they're talking about a war on dating and romance. Yeah, but then they're talking about how men act like women and women like act like men. I don't. That's what I'm is saying. Is that what you're saying? Is that yeah, what you so, think like, they mean? Is it okay for me to ask a guy out in online dating? Like, and and I think it's all layered and all people are different. Right, and but, that, but assuming I think you're that that's a man. To court for a while. Well, and assuming that's a man's job, so that that's what their problem is. That it's. They're back to the whole patriarchy, matriarchy. I mean, I will tell you what I found to be successful was instead of outright asking guys out, creating opportunities for guys to ask me out. Mm -hmm. And I did have more success with that. And there are different like weird biological and cultural things that contribute to that. Um, That doesn't mean that there is a war on. (laughs) No, and it doesn't mean that. So, you know, I, Donnie and I had a, terribly failed first meeting 
Well, it, it failed at the end because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and so then I called him to say, hey, I like you and I'd like to go out again. It worked 14 years later. We're right. still here. Like, well, so did that, it didn't confuse him. And I was, I took the more masculine, right, approach because I, you did. And it worked. I basically said, hey, I like you. And, but what you know, might have worked on Donnie might not have worked on somebody that's else. Right. And, but Donnie was, this the, is a grand generalization again, though. But maybe also that would have meant that they're not the right <clears throat> partner for you. That's right. Right. So it's, it's not necessarily because it's wrong or confusing. It's just not. The person you need to be with. Well, this blah is a- blah blah. Everything's supposed to be black and black. You go, there's a right way and a wrong way, and you women have convoluted all this stuff to make us question life and question the way that we do things. So now, instead of taking a dump in the middle of the road, I gotta ask myself: What if somebody's around? Why? I want. I'm a man. I should poop outside. I, that's just the vibe I get from all this. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> It is very much. It, it's this is so it's much like no. This is the way that it's supposed to be. It's the way it was for hundreds of years. It's biological. It's terribly macho, and I can't take it. It is okay. So let's raise our femininity by five hundred percent. We talked about that. Um, I don't know. Do we we don't really need to. I just really wish you'd read all of these um, yourself. Because yeah. they're really magic, but so we talked about them raising us by five hundred percent. These relation, these are the relationship and life ta- talks. Radical feminists do not want you to hear. That's the last <laughs> sentence. We'll yeah. just. I do want to. Can I read the yeah. next one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this one is my favorite one, and this is where I was like, "Wait a minute, have I been reading satire?" Because this is this one is fun. Wow. Get pregnant and have unlimited babies! Exclamation point at the end. I'm trying to read it like Oprah giving people cars. (laughs) (laughs) You get a car and you get a baby and you get a baby. I've never had a baby. You haven't? No. Physically, Uh, you've never had a baby. Contrary to popular belief, I have never had a baby. Darn. But that doesn't sound like fun. Oh, no. (laughs) Hey, pregnant lady, do you want to have unlimited babies? Well, you know what? Your Hell eggs your eggs no. are already 90% dead. I know. So so that's not even within my reach. Good luck. But yeah, you're done. I, like, Should have gotten married younger. I could not be more excited to meet, as you and Mitch call him, Heavenly Dragon. Heavenly Dragon. Um, that's what... That's, that's our baby. That's, <laughs> that's our his, studio baby's name. His legal name. Yep. Um, I could not be excited. Pregnancy has not been great. And I'm really looking forward to motherhood, but like... We could skip the rest of this part. I might be done with one. I'm definitely maxing out at two. Yeah. Like, two is my... Like, we're, we're not doing this more than one more time. I will yeah. tell you that for Correct. sure. Um, so what they say is, for decades, feminism has derided women who want to prioritize motherhood and family. I don't entirely disagree with that, by the way. Yeah. Uh, shamed them, mocked them, ridiculed them as servants of some mysterious patriarchy boogeyman. Starting to lose me. <laughs> These clever manipulations were designed to weed you out of the gene pool and forever prevent you from embracing the sacred responsibility, honor, and adventure of motherhood, a journey your half of the human race is uniquely equipped for. Our speakers... Will- your responsibility. Oh, yeah. Your responsibility. They are using the Oxford comma, though. So Yeah, you guys are really lucky I'm carrying this for the podcast. Honor. <laughs> yep. Thank God. Your honor and adventure. Mm-hmm. 
It is an adventure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Our speakers will teach you how to have as many babies as your heart desires. Katrina, how do you feel about that one? With the time you have left and bounce back to amazing health and wellness without extreme diets or stress. So Katrina, you're a naturally born woman. The clock is ticking and your babies are... You could buy a ticket to this. You could buy a ticket to this. You go to this seminar and they will teach you how to have unlimited babies. I would like for them to be able to teach me that. Yeah. We could really make some money. There might be a guy there that that will put your uterus back in for you. Or another uterus. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you get a loner uterus. Oh my God. Synthetic uterus. Or a like porcine uterus. Yeah. What? This is it's not kosher. Game I can't have I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. No, I'm not, I'm not kosher, everybody. <laughs> but that'd be awesome. Uh, why does a why does a man need to teach a woman how to make babies? I don't know. I think we inherently have the ability, unless you're me and you don't have a uterus. I'm just I, saying. I learned that in middle school, like it's how weird. where babies come from. It's weird. It's it's interesting. Well, and I think it's, maybe it's more like a pottery class where they're going to make babies out of clay. We, oh, that happened at wait. one of my baby showers. <laughs> <laughs> one, no. Can we talk about this? Can I play though? Can I do this next one, please? Yeah. This is I wouldn't this this one is I imagine a whole big fight club happening while we're in this seminar. Beat the competition, become the ultimate wife because all the ladies at that com- at that conference have now become your direct competition because they have the same tools. It's like ultimate fighting champion. It's ulti- like now fight ultimate wifely champion, and that's it. Like cage match them and see who comes out victorious because all those bitches no, are now your competition. But that first sentence. How many of your friends are stuck on the notorious fuck buddy zone? They didn't even write out fuck. Endlessly riding a roller coaster of heartbreak, betrayal, and despair. Once again, they are using the Oxford comma. I most love women, Oxford comma. I do. I'm not mad about it. That's most women say they want to get married, but how many truly want to become the best wives ever for their husbands and themselves? So we really made a mistake by not letting Mitch read all. I know. Of them. <laughs> yeah, can you finish this? This one. This, this yeah. sounds. I'm, I'm intrigued. Learn the secrets of becoming the ultimate quote wife material in quote. In today's hyper-competitive, dystopian sexual marketplace of Photoshop, camera angles, and cheap sugar baby sexuality, learn the truth about submission, dominance, and functional, healthy relationships that respect your nature as a woman. So the old fogey that teaches the dominant submissive uh, portion makes me want to die a thousand deaths. (laughs) Don't talk to me about being a submissive, you fucking old fuck. Like, (laughs) seriously. (laughs) I could g- gag me a thousand deaths. Okay, I'm out. I'm not submitting to your ass. I'm done. Like you're disgusting, and I'm out. I'm you out. Know, and you know, it's an old fart teaching it. You know whose advice I want about how to be a good wife? Somebody like Kim Loth, who we had on another who's, episode, who's yes. been married for a long time and is in really happy marriage. Um, you, even bad marriages get those people's advice because they could maybe teach you on what you don't want to do. I mean. Yeah, maybe people who have done it. Linda, Linda McCabe. We haven't had her on. She's but for a, a long, long period of happy, time, long happy marriage, and I then kind don't. of fix and then figure out what works for you and your spouse. Because my and, and yeah. you know I was big on this. You and I talked about this a lot. I said, look, and you said, oh, you guys seem to have a good relationship. I'm like, we do, but yours is going to be different, and I can only. But I you can only wanna, do what's right for your family. I don't want to hear about it from a bunch of men who I don't know and who seem to have really weird we- ideas about what a woman is. Right. No, thank you. Right. That's who I don't need any wife advice from. And by the way, I care a lot about being a good wife to Shane. 
that's not and and there are probably a lot of like hardcore feminists who would roll their eyes at that. I don't care. I made a big choice to get married. Yeah. And that and is you a priority do it well, for me. Like yeah. everything else you do. That's not there's nothing like bad I want, about that. I, I want that. Like I want to be like a good daughter and a good podcast host That's and right. like a good friend, a good employee, absolutely. a good whatever you are. Yes. Yeah. So okay, and then the last I one I want to be a good birdhouse maker. This is what Don get in the best shape ever. I tell Donnie are, all the time. Are slim. I tell Donnie all the time, rounds a shape. <laughs> <laughs> um so Women's health is in crisis today, is it? Are we? Mainstream advice is fundamentally broken. Low-quality garbage, and our speakers have the best answers for getting healthy, fit, strong, and staying the way the re- that way the rest of your life. For yourself, for the man you love, and for your current and future children who will depend on you to be truly great. You'll learn how to be fit for life through daily chores. Oh, my God. Oh, choices. choices. I saw chores. Like, <laughs> they have got me. I, they have got me for clamped. <laughs> Not some extreme program or insane effort level that is, that's impossible to sustain. Honestly, though, through daily choices, they might as well write chores. Yeah. They, they really might as well. I, I really thought that's what, they're, that's what they're talking about. They're like, oh, well, if you, would, if you swept the house and cleaned the house, it burns this many calories. And look, it's something that you should be doing for your husband anyway. I mean, I think this is Doesn't just more sound be thin in disguise. Like it's, it's not just, even in disguise. Like it's. I mean, so yeah. I feel bad for like I'm. I'm seventy five percent sure this is like a stock photo, and like probably a some lady who would be really sad to be on this website. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or not. I don't know. Like, I think everybody. All those photos, like the one uh, beauty versus obesity or whatever, where it's the. The woman eating the piece of pizza. I'm pretty sure she's not excited to be there. No. I'd say that I would be like, oh, man, damn Shutterstock got me again. (laughs) (laughs) Modeled one time for a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Screwed for life. Okay. So, and I guess let's start wrapping here. Um, Is this, so we've kind of talked about it. Is this how most men feel? No. Okay, if you feel that way, go ahead and text or, you know, email us. Or go to hell. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I will say there is like, like I said, there's like a nugget of truth in a little bit of what they say. Barely. Well, there's this, I mean, to me, they're basically the the opposite version of like the hardcore man-hating feminist. They are just the reverse of that. And there's... I'll give you that. I don't have any room for any of that business. Right. Like, but I mean, look, when it's they the say, absolutes that really throw me out the door. That's right. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't. And it's not black and white, like I was saying earlier. And it's the enforcing it on other people's right stuff. Like, so I absolutely enjoy a certain look. I enjoy that Donnie's good looking. I, you know, very much. I'm not gonna. I would never say, oh no, I'm you know, I'm better than looks. Hell no, they were important to me. And I don't, you know, that's fine. I'm not going to tell you, you know, Ren, Shane's just not good looking enough. Like, well, it's not, it's not for me to decide. Why are we talking about Shane's looks? You could do better. Just because I'm talking about my, you know, like Donnie. <laughs> we already talked, we already talked about Mitch. No, but like, you know what I mean? Like, how is my right. opinion of how I feel about my husband? It's not relevant. relevant to, that's right. Also, it's, Shane's very handsome. He is very handsome. And he's, <laughs> he's very cute. I'll and, say. But, <laughs> Just in, in, in reverse, it doesn't matter. Like you telling me that Donnie's not good looking enough for me or but, not. But, yeah, but Shane is not your type. No, and Donnie's not yours. I mean, we talked early on, like 
We can both acknowledge they're both good looking guys. Yeah. I'm super happy yours is yours and mine is mine. But if uh, if tomorrow the two of them disappeared, you and I, there would probably not be someone we would ever compete for. Like we have very no, different we're good. taste. <laughs> yeah, we go out and we're trolling. <laughs> we're not trolling for they the same guys. They see me trolling. <laughs> they I'm dating. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's good. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for like real dumb, about 23 <laughs> and darker. Of course. I'd probably go older next time. And you go, yeah, you go like kind of, as you'd like to say, unconventionally handsome. Unconventionally attractive. Unconventionally attractive. Like, I don't even know what that means. Um, No, I really want like, I want dumb and (laughs) really, really good looking. Basically. And then I'm going to get rid of him. Like, this isn't long term. This is done that. This is exhausting. (laughs) What we should be, what we should be doing with four people is helping them become better versions of themselves, whatever that they themselves is. are. Yep. And not like, there's a difference between that and deciding here is an ideal that everybody should be going for. Right. That is that is poisonous as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Who wants someone who, like, what would this world look like if, like, we all fell into, all females fell into the one category that they're trying to, box us into. Be very boring, I think. Mm. Yes. And I think it's impossible, by the way. Mitch would never find a partner. <laughs> I think genetically it's impossible for us to all be this cookie cutter. Right. I mean, even the Stepford wives had different hair colors. Yeah. Oh, okay. Once again, there's no room in this conversation for lesbians either. This is very way. Stepford wives. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, that's all I see. I see Stepford wives. I can't see anything but Stepford wives. It also puts all the work on women. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of the things that, that I noticed was it, it's not how to communicate your ideas with your husband or how to talk with more people or this or that. You're it's right. how to benefit me as a man. Like how, what the work that you need to do as a woman so that me as a man will find you attractive right. and, and adequate. Well, I will say, so I, you know, I was talking You're about those, right. those videos earlier with that guy. He wasn't, I wasn't looking to him to tell me how to be a perfect woman for the right guy to come along. What he was doing was helping women, if, you, if you're looking for a relationship, what is it you don't understand about men that can help you, right? Like if they were here talking about relationships or what they look for in a mate rather than like, here's what you're supposed to be, that right. would be very different. I can be whatever right. I am, but here's what you have to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's not productive at all. No. It's, 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 ugh. It's icky. It's a bunch of pickup artists. I mean, that's what it is. It's, it's a weird. bunch of pickup artists saying, hey, here's how you get into my pants, be- and I'll see you at the hotel later. Well, the crazy thing to me is there are actually female people who are men's rights activists. Oh, yeah. Why are none of them on this stage? Okay, so, yeah, we talk about this. This whole conference is, is the, only, the only speaker. The speakers are only men. Yeah. There are no women speaking, at least not yet. Yeah. No, no, no. They're very, very proud of the fact that it is men, and there will be no women okay. speakers. Oh, they're yeah, they're very, very yeah, like upfront right. about, so. yeah. nope, this is the best one. The most, again, the, the first line on that website is the most pro-women event of, on planet Earth <laughs> without, without having any women, women involved. Yeah. I do, I do want to add, so I think what we want to do here is to make the world a little bit better place, right? Mm-hmm. Um. One thing that I found interesting for 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 anyone who's listened to this and decided, wow, this sounds like a place for me. Um, 
I found it interesting what this guy said about why he runs the convention. What would you think is the reason he does it? I or what he would say? Why he, what he thinks? Why yeah. he does it? I don't want to guess. Okay. Because he thinks that, you know, America's on the decline because women are no longer being women and men are no longer being men and we're not reproducing at the rate we're supposed to. And it's because... He, trying to help, right? Right. While I acknowledge the fact that the 21 convention helps lots of people, and I'm glad that it does, it's not why I run the 21 convention to any degree whatsoever. In general, I do not care about helping people with the 21 convention or otherwise. I do this because I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. Wonderful. The worst possible case scenario. Okay. Hubris. <laughs> Fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which is, when he says, I love it, he's referring to, I love attention. It's his hobby. I, mm-hmm. It's the attention. He craves it. He likes the controversy. He loves being antagonistic. Project. He loves it. Yeah. And and I don't mean the convention. No. I mean, again, the attention. the attention and the controversy. Yeah. 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 Gets off on it. And now we've spent over an hour contributing to do the it. monster. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and quite frankly, do whatever. If the if if you want to be a Stepford wife, I don't I don't really honestly I don't really care. <laughs> well, I mean, we do say you do you. That's right. You do you, Karen. <laughs> and I really you do you. I really do mean it. Like it, your Stepfordness doesn't affect me. It it really doesn't. Do do whatever. I I probably don't know you anyway, so I don't really care. Well, and once again, we're not competing with them for partners That's either. right. <laughs> you and I ain't going to catch the same man. It's going to be fine. Yeah. We'll be fine. You yeah. go find your overly toxic masculine man, and I'll just I'll just stay married here, <laughs> over here in my corner. <laughs> just yeah. fine. So, okay. Anything else for this um, fantastic... It really seems like a woman bashing event more than anything to me, but whatever. I will say for the record, this is happening in Florida where all terrible things happen. Orlando. <laughs> to boot. I don't know why we've got it. I mean, I happened I don't in know Florida. Why we have to so right. you're welcome, world. Put it in the land of Disney, but you know, whatever. Well, because I love I love Floridians some of them, but fuckery happens in Florida. Um Florida is kind of a lawless wasteland, so Florida and Texas could jump off the <laughs> United States and I'd be fine. So, just saying. Climate Sorry. change. Sorry. Sorry, all y'all. So, they to will. all of our listeners, uh, it was good having you in Orlando. Bye-bye now. In Florida We, we did have quite a few Miamians. Uh, it was fun having in. you while it lasted. Well, actually. I am. That is my land of birth and where I was raised. I have lots of family in Florida it's now. Why I, I love all of them. You're welcome. That's why I am the way I am. Yeah. So, on that, find us at uh, thatotherfword.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, that other F word pod. If you wouldn't mind uh, subscribing to the podcast, make somebody else subscribe. Like us. Impose your will upon them. That, yes. That, hold a convention. If you ever want to find a man, you'll go and subscribe now. <laughs> yes. Or a woman, whatever you prefer. Here, we like all of them. So Rate, review, all of those lovely things. Yep. And remember, everyone. Feminism Feminism isn't a a bad bad word. word. Or the worst movement ever. It's worse than the KKK. (laughs) Seriously, will y'all shut up and go get me some more lemonade? No, no thanks. (laughs)